Hey, I'm Tinbidermius, and this is NPR's Book of the Day. I love working out and have come to cherish my daily ritual of gym time. But it hasn't always been that way. It took a long road to get over my discomfort in the gym, discomfort that started in the middle school locker room and led all the way into adulthood. The truth is, it hasn't always been easy for me to live in this body, in those spaces. And that's exactly the tension at the heart of a new anthology called Deconstructing the Fitness Industrial Complex, How to Resist, Disrupt, and Reclaim What It Means to Be Fit in American Culture. It's co-edited by Justice Roe Williams, a trainer who himself had to learn to love the gym and his body in new ways. In this conversation with NPR's Juana Summers, he talks about what that journey looked like and what we can all do to make gym culture more inclusive. The Embedded Podcast brings you eye-opening reporting. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Immersive journalism. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Personal stories. I was scared. Like, I can't protect you. We are NPR's home for documentary storytelling. Find Embedded wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening on NPR Podcasts? More neighborhoods and more perspectives. The more of the world that you hear, the more you hear the world as it really is. NPR Podcasts. More voices. All ears. Find NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Ever since he was young, Justice Roe Williams loved the gym. But he didn't always feel like the gym loved him back. I identify as a Black man of trans experience, and I feel like Being in gyms, I couldn't be whole in my body. I couldn't experience my bodies in a way that felt connected to strength and power, that felt seen. That experience has inspired Williams, who is now a certified personal trainer, to push the fitness industry to work for all bodies. And that involves redefining what fitness actually means. Spoiler alert, it is not about BMI or working to failure or that familiar phrase, no pain, no gain. I typically tell my clients that fitness is a relationship that we have with movement inside of our bodies, right? And that narrative should not be dictated by anyone but our own bodies. I wanted to talk with Justice Roe Williams because he's an editor of a new anthology. It's called Deconstructing the Fitness Industrial Complex, How to Resist, Disrupt, and Reclaim What It Means to be Fit in American Culture. And there's another reason— I have also worked as a certified personal trainer, and over the course of my own life, my relationship with the gym and with fitness has been complicated. Some days it's empowering, other times it's been unhealthy and made me hypercritical of my body. I wondered how Williams reconciles those feelings. I uh, always say to myself, I don't give power to others to take away my love for self. And so that becomes almost like I've written on my mirror, I am love. And love is not like this happy, giddy thing. Of course it is, right? But it's also like conflictual. It's also about growth. It's also understanding that the things that we hold even deeply inside ourselves, we have to think critically about in the ways that it's distasteful inside of our bodies. 
Like my body yo-yos, you know, it's not one size. Like I enjoy that my my body fluctuates, right? It does what it needs to do. It, mm-hmm. it gains weight when it's colder out. It loses weight when I'm more active and it's warm out. And I'm not mad at that, (laughs) you know, and I think it's about just understanding the amazingness about our bodies and why our bodies do what it does, right? That's connection. And then just loving it, loving it up. (laughs) I know this sounds like magical, right? You got this magic wand and you're giving everybody love, but it's real. That sounds really nice. Yeah, it sounds nice, right? But it, it really starts with us really believing that sensation inside that says that's not true. And that truth, although may be a desire of mine, is not healthy for me. One of the things that this book invites us all to do is to imagine what it would look like if we were to rethink fitness spaces in such a way that they work better for anyone who enters and wants to participate there. And I'm curious for you, What do you think that space would look like and how might it look differently from, say, a big box commercial gym that most people may be familiar with and could walk into on any given day? First and foremost, it would be set up where each person feels like this is their space. They are welcome. They are supported. This is a journey that the coach feels honored to be a part of. This is not a business practice to just to just get another dollar. I would not like to see no pain, no gain. I would love to see everybody is celebrated here, right? So that people know that when they walk in, they're not going to be judged. They're going to, they're actually going to be centered in their movement practice. Everyone in the gym are open and curious and wanting to learn about all of the ways that bodies can move in spaces, and not um, be trained in just one model of coaching. I believe that it should be spacious so that all bodies and all abilities have access and are able to utilize that space and utilize those tools for whichever movement practice they need. I feel like it should cater to the community that it is in. So meaning that I feel like my gym I would first learn about the community I'm in, not just rent a space for a business. And in learning that, I would create a space that is centered around the people who would come in to let them know this is their space, right? So it's a different approach. It's not a business model, but really just connecting with the community and the bodies that are going to be in that space. The other thing I just want to acknowledge in our conversation is the accessibility of coaching and of participating in a gym for many people. Hiring a coach or getting a gym membership, it's a luxury, and frankly, it's something that's out of reach for many people. How do you think about that and making sure that fitness and movement is something that isn't out of reach for people based on how much money they make? Well, I just offer a sliding scale for those who feel like my prices are a bit too much, right? And then I say that movement spaces happen anywhere and everywhere. So you don't have to be locked into a gym membership, right? We could work out outside. I could bring out some tools. We could go to the park. 
There are multiple ways that you can move that are not scripted or prescribed, and you don't have to pay. I want to end this conversation on a really practical note, if we can, and ask you, what is one thing that you would challenge people to do if they want to take an active role in building a fitness culture that can work better for all bodies? I would um, suggest that they get in contact with other spaces that are doing alternative practice, alternative work. We have to illuminate that there are lots of coaches who have created spaces that go against the existing model or fitness practices that we are all a part of, right? So I think it's not being afraid to step outside of boxes and believing that you can, right? I think those are the two important things, believing that you can, because sometimes it seems hard, right? Because we're not taught to create. We're actually taught to do the same thing as someone else. But we're all creators, and we can create a space that belongs to all bodies. Justice Roe Williams is a certified personal trainer and executive director of Fitness for All Bodies. He is also an editor of the book, Deconstructing the Fitness Industrial Complex, How to Resist, Disrupt, and Reclaim What It Means to be Fit in American Culture. Justice, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth? Getting there takes time. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How how did this happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts. Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. She is the biggest pop star in the world, and everything she does makes news. I gasped. I was like, oh my God, I've been there, and you can identify with it. For a breakdown of Taylor Swift and her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. 